praise the Lord, everyone. Uh, this is Brother Andrew Oots. Uh, you are listening to Ministry Talk uh, here on the Anchor FM uh, podcasting app. Uh, today has been a magnificent day to say the least and uh, for those of you who are uh, listening to this episode uh, I'm referring to the uh, uh, this Sunday that has just passed my goodness so many powerful things and uh, life-changing experiences for uh, not just myself but uh, for my family and for everyone that I, that I go to church with and even for like everybody that goes to church I mean I mean I wouldn't even necessarily say you mean I it don't really don't matter like whether you're Pentecostal uh, Baptist Methodist etc etc but I do believe that God has uh, showed unmerited favor he has shown his power in the eyes of his people a lot of new dedications new consecrations new commitments have been made today souls have come to the Lord today I, I, I truly do believe that every time Sunday rolls around or when Wednesday night comes or midweek Bible study or uh, a midweek prayer meeting at our local churches when those days come around those are days that we really do look forward to because those are the days that we get to go to the house of God we get to show the Lord how much we love him through praising and worshiping God to the top of our lungs just lifting our voices in triumph just as the scripture says because the Bible says to shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph that is biblical that is scripture and I believe all of us have done that today we have shouted we have worshiped the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords we have praised his holy name now we cannot be simply just you know a spectator so to speak but we do have to be real we do have to take the experiences that we have witnessed every Sunday every Wednesday and apply it to our daily lives apply it to uh, Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday every other day of the week and I know we we really do like to reverence uh, Sunday as the day that we go to the house of God and worship the Lord and lift up his name but that that's not really the only day that we ought to worship God it's not the it's not really the only day that we ought to pray or uh, set aside a day to fast or to you know just consecrate ourselves to God but we really should be, should be doing what we do on Sunday every single day of our lives to pray to seek the face of God to just 
love on him because he never stops loving on us. I can't get over the things that has taken place today and I'm just so thankful to have the opportunity to be called a child of God to have a pastor that has taken me under his wing and he has been teaching me a lot helping me to become a better minister to become a better man and I I honestly don't know what I would do without him. Uh, he had a a very highly respected, admired, and very well-loved uh, pastor of his own who mentored him and took him under his wing and helped him to, to, to become a better version of himself, helped him to uh, become the minister the, the preacher that God had called him to be. And I, I, I really do like to say, and I've, I've said this before, there was uh, one, one time I, was, I, was, I had the honor to uh, uh, teach a Sunday school lesson to our young adult class, to, or to a young adult class, uh, not too long ago, and I was talking about uh, the the subject or the title that I just I, I had put on that uh, lesson was uh, submission to apostolic authority, and the the idea or the uh, the point that I was trying to get across to these uh, sweet and precious young people is that. Your relationship with your pastor, with your man of God, with your shepherd will always be a reflection of your relationship with God. Your pastor is sort of like a replacement body through a uh, uh, a replacement body of Jesus Christ. Now, I mean, I would also even go to the point of saying that all of us are that, because when we are, when when you got when you repented of your sins and you got baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and you was filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, according to Acts chapter two, uh, you. You became a new creature, and I mean, uh, th things changed. Things changed, and uh, you became a, a completely different person, and you basically became a uh, another replacement body for for God. Now, Jesus Christ is. Uh, of course, he's the ultimate example that all of us can relate to, and we are uh, we ought to strive to apply the way he he lived his life and uh, walk as he walked and talked as he talked to our daily lives. To you know, just 
because the Bible says Jesus Jesus said that uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life, or, or the light. So we look to the Lord and we look to His His life that was that's been recorded in the four Gospels. We look to the Scriptures based uh, based on His life for the example, for the guidance to how we should live our lives. But we are a replacement body for the Lord when we are filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But anyway, uh, back to what I was saying, your pastor is someone that you should trust. Someone that I mean, we all need a pastor. We all need someone that wants, that is willing to help us, that uh, we can we can rely on, and just seek uh, spiritual guidance uh, and uh, religious counsel, so to speak, and. Uh, I've I've said this before, you can't re you can't make it to heaven without a pastor, and you sure can't make it to heaven without a prayer life. I I mean that that's just my uh, personal opinion of that matter. Uh, shifting gears real quick, guys. I'm gonna read you guys a devotional. This is a book, or sort of like a devotional book rather, that I got back in the year 2017 and I, I had the honor to attend the largest uh, young adult slash youth conference that uh, the United Pentecostal Church International ever has, has ever had and they continue to have it once every two years and uh, it, it's called North American Youth Congress or NAYC and I had the honor to uh, attend the uh, NAYC back in 2017. And I can go ahead and say this. One of the fondest memories that I have of uh, my time during that uh, meeting was when I got to hear uh, Reverend Victor Jackson preach uh, A Call to Greatness. And... That that message, I mean, there was a lot of great messages that was preached there, and uh, mighty moves of the Holy Ghost, and I, I've never seen that many young people, young adults in my life, and all of them be Pentecostal, all of them be apostolic, and we're all at the, we were all at the Lucas Oil Stadium in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, and we had about, I want to say we had about 34,000 young people, young adults, and that's not counting the staff, the people who actually worked at uh, the Lucas Oil Stadium. But anyway, uh, I got this book, this devotional that, uh, that they hand, that they, uh, you could purchase when you was there, and it's called uh, 31 Day Devotional, This Is That. And basically, it's a 31-day devotional about uh, where, where one reads in the book of Acts. It's a 31-day devotional about the book of Acts. And it gives devotionals. It gives uh, 
like testimonials that are in there as well as uh, scriptures that uh, you can read in the book of Acts and it is something that you would read through uh, for one for one month so uh, I'm gonna read one of these to you and I hope that it blesses you a half mile from another Pentecost that is the uh, the title of this devotional now uh, I will remind remind you guys these are not my words I'm just simply reading something that I believe would be a blessing to you guys so just bear with me for for one moment Jesus gave his disciples a glimpse of the adventures that they that lay ahead of them and when he told them they would be witnesses unto the uttermost part of the earth referring to Acts chapter 1 verse number 8 the men who heard Jesus's words took up his challenge and eventually established churches all over present-day Europe the Middle East northern Africa and possibly even as far as India despite their spiritual inspired wanderlust the disciples didn't overlook the first part of Jesus's command be witnesses in Jerusalem Jesus announced this evangelistic mission while standing on the Mount of Olives which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey referring to verse number 12 or approximately half a mile according to Jewish tradition simply put out or simply put the disciples were to begin in their own backyard ten days later the streets of Jerusalem echoed with the first Pentecostal message and 3,000 were baptized apostolic students feel the same spirit inspired passion to spread the gospel as the first disciples however we sometimes are tempted to wait until we reach our own version of the uttermost part of the earth another time another place somewhere other than where we are now but Jesus challenges us to begin today in our present location you may be standing half a mile from another Pentecost all that's needed is a Holy Spirit empowered witness all that's needed is Jesus and you guys we really as a young person I'm 22 years old and I and I, I am not ashamed to, to say this that I really do have a lot of a lot more growing up to do <laughs> but uh, I really wish that our young people uh, the young people the young adults those who uh, who is part of the generation that that I've uh, had the honor of growing up in I just wish that we would get in a place where it didn't matter if we went into a gas station if we went into a restaurant if we were at another revival 
or at another at a neighboring church or if we were at school if we were on the job uh, uh, going to the hospitals or to the nursing homes or even to the jails have a boldness within ourselves to not be afraid to talk about Jesus not be afraid to just up and start a conversation and just hope that someone would listen because I don't know about you guys but the world and especially in these dire times that we are facing now the world needs Jesus the world needs its Savior and God has placed a church on the earth so that uh, he could use the church to win as many people as he possibly can before he decides to wrap everything up. And uh, also, I mean, I, I've re referenced this before, I said it in our last episode, that uh, the two reasons why the Lord has waited for so long to come back is because, number one, all of the promises and prophecies in the Bible has to be fulfilled. And number two, it's not God's will that any should perish, but all, but that all would come to repentance. So, regardless of what we face as a church now, in in in, in these uh, last days that we that we're going through, uh, we have to be mindful of the fact that our mission is not over. We still have a work to do for Christ, and that is to win the lost, to make disciples, to preach the gospel, to teach it, to, to be witnesses of the Lord. And to be a vessel that He can use. And, I mean, I'm... I've I referenced it uh, in the first in the last podcast that uh, this would be a year of great harvest and I truly do believe that. But the one thing that you and I we have to get a clear vision of if we are going to uh, have a thriving revival in 2021 we will have to have a relationship with with the Lord and I can't stress it enough that a relationship with God is what I consider the greatest need in our lifetime especially in this hour in which we live when we get when uh, I mean the end times are already here. I mean, we, I, I truly believe that we are, we're already going through the end times. We're, we are in the last days. We are uh, literally seeing events take place that are on a biblical scale. So we need to pray. We need to seek the face of God. We need to fast. We need to be reading and studying our Bibles. 
And we need to get as much of Jesus in us as possible. Now, I mean, he's already in us because he filled us with his spirit. But we need to deepen our love for him. Get to a place where it does not matter what other people will think of me or of you. If they... It doesn't matter if they scoff and laugh and ridicule and criticize how deep we are with God, how strong our relationship with uh, with God is. It simply means they are jealous of that relationship because they want that relationship. But the reason why they don't want to pursue our relationship with God is because they're afraid to. They want to continue to be living in the same, uh, in, in the same uh, ways that they've always lived in. They they don't want to change. They don't they don't want to uh, straighten their lives out and turn turn themselves around and come back to God, or come to God. They they're content with still living in the world. And there's a lot of Christians, a lot of apostolics in, in this day and hour. And I'm sure, I mean, it's been, this has been going on for ever since the establishment of the church. Uh, uh, we have had wishy-washy uh, churchgoers. One minute they're in church and the next minute they're out. It's like every camp meeting or youth camp meeting or conference or revival that we have, it's like we're having to pray the same people through over and over and over again. I mean, how many chances will you have to have before you finally make up your mind that, look, I'm tired of kidding around. I want to get serious with God and do what He wants me to do and fulfill the plan that he has for my life. But like I said, I mean, a lot of us have done that and, and we continue to do that. And that's the reason why uh, our relationships with God are not where they need to be. And uh, we, don't have that, we don't have that level of depth or height in our relationship with God where uh, the Lord would like it to, would like it to be. Because we don't, we're, we're not consistent with it. We're not consistent with praying. We're not consistent with fasting. We're not consistent with uh, reading and studying our Bible. I mean, we may be content for maybe a week or two, or uh, some of the strongest of us, we may be content with uh, a, month, a month or two uh, praying, fasting, and studying and reading our Bibles, but eventually, uh, the devil will start talking to us again, and we'll fall back. We'll fall right back into the same trap that the Lord had delivered us from. Now is not the time to be out of church, and now is not the time to to leave God, folks. Things are wrapping up in this world. And I really don't want to 
find myself in a situation where I'm mad at God and I'm no longer living for Him and He comes back in this day and time. Right now is the time to get as serious as we can possibly get. There's nothing more important than having a relationship with Jesus. And to be honest, I mean, I'll, I'll use the, the scripture about Abraham and Isaac as an example. Do you guys remember reading in the book of Genesis when uh, God spoke to Abraham and told him to offer up Isaac as a sacrifice? And the Lord uh, use these words, which I'm about to say specifically. Offer up your only begotten, or your only son. And, I mean, you got to remember, Isaac was the promised child. And yes, Is Ishmael was Abraham's son, but in the eyes of God, Isaac was his only son because Isaac was the promised child. So Abraham goes up to Mount Moriah and Isaac is Isaac and Abraham they have already made up the altar they have already done what everything that needs to be done in order to offer up the sacrifice and worship and praise the Lord but Isaac is now right now he's wondering dad where's the sacrifice and Abraham, and I'm sure with a uh, kind of a broken-hearted facial expression, looks at his son and says, God will provide. Now, of course, we all know the ending of this story, uh, of, this, uh, of this story in the scripture that uh, Isaac was spared and a ram was offered to take his place. But the, the point that I'm trying to make is that God wants us to be able to get to a place where we love Him more than we love our own family. We love God more than we love the material things of the world. We love God more than we love our, our beautiful homes. We love God more than our cars. We, we love God more than the money that we make. We love God more than the, uh, than the, good, than the good fancy life that we live. We love God more than our loved ones. Guys, if we are going to survive the last days, if we are going to uh, endure the things that are coming, then there's nothing else that could help us more than our relationship with God. We have to have that. It is dire and it is 
needful. Very. I want to read you guys another passage of scripture. I had read this earlier today, and uh, it was there was one part uh, in the scripture. If I can find it, I want to say it's in First Corinthians, and uh, yeah, it's in uh, chapter nine of of First Corinthians. Uh, the Apostle Paul is talking about uh, how important the gospel is, how important, or the the need to preach it, and uh, the things that, I mean, j j basically the importance of it. And, uh, let's see. I'm, well, okay, I'll start reading at verse number 14 of chapter 9 of 1 Corinthians. Now, this is Paul talking, okay? So, let's find out what he has to say. In verse number 14, it says, Even so hath the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. Now, in, in verse 14, we find that the Apostle Paul is telling us, telling the church, the, first, the uh, Corinthian church, that... It's not enough to preach the gospel or to teach it or to uh, be apostolic or to, to preach apostolic doctrine, to preach apostolic truth, but we have to be able to live it. We have to live the words that we say. We have to live the apostolic doctrine because if you teach something that you don't live, then it's not going to profit you and it certainly won't profit the one that you're trying to witness to. Okay, so let, let's continue. Verse 15, Paul says, But I have used none of these things, neither have I written these things, that it should be so done unto me. For if it were better for me to die, than that any man should make my glorying void. Verse number 16, For though I preach the gospel... I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. And watch this next part, which is, in my opinion, probably the best part in the whole verse. And watch what Paul says. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. So in other words, we have to preach the gospel. We have to teach the gospel. We have to witness. We have to win souls. We have to make disciples. We have to uh, do our very best as a church to add more sinners or bring bring more sinners to Christ. And uh, there's a, there's this one song that I heard not uh, too long ago, and the the, the name of the song was uh, "Let Me Preach." And there was one. There's one part in the song that goes, uh, "Let me preach, let me preach one more time. Let me raise the blood-stained banner. Let it. Let me raise it up high. Woe is me 
If I preach not the cross, it's through the power of the gospel that God saves the lost. I'll preach the cross. But the the guy that sung it did a, did a lot better than I did right there. And I am so sorry if any of you guys know that song. I apologize for butchering it. <laughs> but anyway... The point of the matter is we have to do everything within the power that God has given to the church to uh, take the gospel to the highways and the byways of the world, to let the gospel reach, to try and make sure that the gospel reaches every ear in the world. We have to. It, that is our mission. That is the Great Commission to take the gospel to the entire world and I can I'm so very sure that when all of us when we stand before God on judgment day there's not going to be one person who stands before the Lord and says well I didn't know about this gospel I didn't know about Jesus uh, I didn't know about this man called Jesus I didn't know about Calvary I didn't know about uh the precious blood of the Lamb. I didn't know about any of this stuff. Nobody ever told me. And the reason why I say that is because I truly believe that, okay, the, the Scripture, uh, we, we've we been taught all of, all of our lives that the Scripture, uh, we, we have to take the gospel to uh, every corner of the world and preach the gospel to the lost. Now, we may not save or God may not use us to save uh, as many sinners and save saved as many lost people as He wants to, because like I said before, according to the Scripture, it's not God's will that any should perish, but all come to repentance. So, uh, there is... Uh, we have to continue to preach the gospel, continue to teach it, because God wants us to reach as many people as we can. And uh, there's, I, don't, I still don't, I really don't believe that there's going to be any sinner that stands before God on judgment say and say, I didn't know anything about the gospel. Now, you may, now the sinner who stands before God and says that, will be in complete denial and will be a full-fledged liar because somewhere in that person's life they had to have heard about God. They had to have come across a conversation between a Christ, between two Christians when, like if they were in a restaurant or if they were at the gas station and I mean, though they were not part of the conversation, they were hearing the conversation. So, they would be left with no excuse. They That that the opportunity presented itself, and they could have jumped on the opportunity to hear the gospel for the very first time, but they chose not to. I have a uh, a reading plan that I'm really wanting to do this year, and uh, I got this at church today, 
and uh, and it's a it's a a a year long month a year long uh, Bible reading plan, and uh, unfor uh, unfortunately, uh, the first of January has is already gone by, but. Uh, I've been thinking about uh, doing this and, you know, just jumping in and uh, uh, taking part of the one-year Bible reading plan with my church. And I, I really do believe that it would do me a lot of good. And uh, I might even uh, do a little bit of this on the podcast. And if you want uh, to to get your Bible and read along with me, I, I'll be more than happy to oblige and uh, uh, just uh, read these uh, from the book of Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation for the rest of the year. And uh, I'll make mention of it, of course, during the podcast and uh, let you know that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm getting ready to read and uh, uh, such and such book, such and such chapter and such and such ver- verse and to, you know, just to check off the, uh, uh, the, uh, day of, of my, uh, of the Bible reading plan. But anyway, uh, I hope that some or if all of this that, uh, I've said has helped you or has blessed you in some way, I truly believe that, uh, that God is wanting to use this podcast. And, I mean, like I said, guys, I mean, I'm not, you know, this uh, uh, really uh, famous preacher or whatever. I'm just a young minister that's trying to find his way and trying to, you know, uh, spread the gospel, to minister, to teach, to preach, to uh, give open Bible study. And, hey, this podcast is a great way to do that. And, in fact, I might even do that as well and get some, uh, uh, a series of lessons together and just like make it a, like a sermon series or Bible study series, something like that to help you guys follow along and help y'all. And I pray that, uh, I could, uh, help you guys, uh, or like, I pray that the Lord would help me to unlock y'all's understanding, but also my understanding as well. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's just uh, go before the Lord in prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you, God, for this opportunity that you've given me to uh, publish this new episode and to uh, speak to the sweet people, these uh, precious people who uh, log on here and listen to this podcast. And Lord, I want this podcast to, you know, just uh, be a blessing to everybody who listens. Lord, I don't want to uh, be hurtful, unkind, or, uh, mean when I say things. I want to, I want to help, and I want to help people, help the, help those who don't understand, uh, what the Bible says, or help those who, uh, don't know anything about you as much as I possibly can, because, Lord, I believe you know my heart better than I know my heart, and, Lord, I, I just want to be full of passion and zeal, to uh, preach, teach, and minister and witness about you because, Lord, I just want to help. 
the sweet people, those who log on and uh, take the time to listen to this podcast. I want to be able to help them grow in you and come to know you just as I know you. I love you and I praise you and I thank you God for blessing this podcast, for blessing the ears of those who have heard this episode and I pray that it would enrich them, that it would continue to help them and I pray God that uh, you would uh, give us strength and help us God to apply to apply this lesson to our lives. We give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise that you so richly deserve. It's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen and amen. Well, guys, it's my time to leave. So I'll see y'all guys next time. God bless you.